This is a Vision Australia radio podcast. Well, we've sent on assignment. He's over there on a big sporting junket. He's the president of the St Kevin's Old Boys Football Club in the VAFA here in Melbourne, but he's over there enjoying lots of sports at the moment, and we're going to run all this by him. It's uh, good afternoon, US time to Patrick Mann, and good morning, our time. Paddy, how are you going over in the US? G'day, Spider. I'm coming to you live uh, from the Sky Bar uh, hospitality tent on the 17th hole at the uh, Phoenix Open, the Waste Management Phoenix Open. Um, this is the biggest golf tournament on the planet. There are over 200,000 people here today. I just poked my head in before to the 16th hole, which is the par three, which is the uh, infamous party hole. The noisiest hole in golf. The best the best, the loosest hole in golf is the term there. It is basically like a nightclub on a par three course. There's basically the entire hole is surrounded by four stories of um, corporate hospitality and the like. And it is um, it is on for young and old in there. But um, the seventeenth is also very nice, uh, uh, slightly longer hole. Uh, there was a streaker here before who, who ran the length of the fairway, then jumped in the water, uh, swam to the waste management logo, jumped up on that in his jocks, and then swam to the other side where he was promptly uh, apprehended by about 12 members of the uh, Scottsdale Police Department. So uh, <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's been a very entertaining afternoon here. It's all happening, isn't it? But it's been all happening while you've been over there enjoying all the sport because, as we just mentioned, as you were coming up on the line, let's start with it. We'll work, we'll work our way back to the golf. LeBron, he's been the big talking point while you've been over yeah. the last few days. What's the vibe been like since uh, that basket went down to see him become the leading point yeah, scorer no, of all time? Obviously a huge achievement and um, a big big thing over here. Um they obviously, people had started predicting what game he was going to do it in uh, a week or two out, and, and the prices for those games started exploding. I, I was lucky enough to be at the uh, the Celtics versus Lakers game in Boston a couple of weeks ago, which unfortunately was a, a little bit too early, but um, the, the game that he eventually uh, broke the record uh, against Oklahoma City Thunder, which featured uh, uh, Josh Giddy, a good St. Kevin's boy, Yep. Um, that the tickets were going for as much as $92,000 US for that game, which is just incredible. Um, but you know, a lot of people said he, to get 36, it was a bit of a challenge. It's a lot, a lot to score, but uh, it's an amazing record. And um, I, I know there's a lot of people who, who, who harp on the debate about LeBron versus Jordan, but um, you know, he, he, he will statistically go down as, Second to none at the end of his career with what he's done, Um, but yes, it it was a very big thing over here, certainly. And probably been overshadowed by the the trade period as well in the last couple of days with a couple of players leaving clubs and you know and Kevin Durant now finding a new finding a new home at the Suns and obviously Kyrie Irving also uh, departing. It's been a spectacular end to the trade period. I guess. I guess that's something that is just unheard of back home, uh, certainly in AFL circles, where players of the ilk of Durant and Irving um, can just be traded. Uh, it's just it just doesn't happen. Um, you know, Dustin Martin just doesn't all of a sudden halfway through a season get get traded from Richmond. So 
Um, uh, yeah, huge news. And here in Phoenix, being here locally on the ground, um, everyone's very excited. I mean, less than 12 hours after Durant was traded to the Phoenix Suns, Stuart Sink here in the Gulf uh, was wearing a Kevin Durant um, Phoenix Suns jersey as he played yesterday in the Gulf, and everyone was going crazy over him wearing that. So uh, it, it is a, it is an unusual thing that the Americans seem to do that we, we don't quite have that same grasp on. But, um, uh, yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a very crazy time. I saw Matisse Thibel, the Australian who played at Philadelphia. He's been traded to, um, to Portland. So... Uh, yeah, there's, uh, no John. one seems to be immune from being a chance to get traded. Patrick, it's John Payas. How are we doing? G'day, John. You're well? Are you, yes, hand- are you well, handling Patrick. everything? Are you handling everything? I mean, it, it's uh, it's you know it's obviously really tr- really tough doing what you're doing. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, no, it's been a very good trip. Yeah, Josh <clears throat> Josh Green as well part, as part of the trade yes. period, the Australian guy. Yeah, no, Josh. Josh was playing some really good basketball at the end of his time in Dallas, and yep. I think he had 20, a career high twenty nine points only about a week ago. So, um, yeah, it's uh, there's, there's um, yeah, there's players moving around everywhere, which is incredible. And I think a lot of teams are working out whether they're going to make a playoff run or not, and, and yep. then they obviously act accordingly. So, but uh, no, he's a good player. I think both Josh and Tybal will will uh, be very very prevalent in the Australian team at the next Olympics. So uh, so long as they're getting good minutes and playing good basketball, it should uh, hopefully hold the national team in good stead. Um, you're talking about the Phoenix Golf Open, and a mate of mine who's also over there, um, he actually sent me a picture of that sixth or the seventeenth, sixteenth hole, the noisiest hole in yeah. yeah, the noisiest hole in golf. There's about four or five of them living it up there, and uh, <laughs> on that particular hole. But um, you've got the Scotty Scheffler still in the lead, John Rahm, Wyndham Clark. Scheffler's in the lead. Yep. Yeah, uh, uh, Jason Day, the Aussies just dropped down to six. Oh, because he was fourth a couple of minutes ago. Um, he was fourth. Uh, they've just put up a little Scheffler, Rahm, Clark, him, uh, Hadwin. Uh, yes, I think think um, Jason's dropped down a six. But, uh, yeah, that hole, they've brought in new rules this year because people were getting a bit too excited and throwing a few too many drinks on the uh, <laughs> on the green when there was a, a, a ball close to the green. So, um, yeah, a lot of security. The... the uh, Full credit to the uh, the Scottsdale police. They've done an incredible job keeping everyone under control here. <laughs> uh, and I think they've found the right balance between a lot of fun. Uh, I think golf obviously struggles with a pretty uh, stale and boring reputation. And this um, absolutely breaks the mould. It's, uh, it's a very, very unique tournament that um, I think should be the... Should be the yardstick by which uh, a lot of other golf tournaments are, are based on, where where it's about the fans and people enjoying themselves and um, and, and having a bit of fun. Well, it probably sits under that. It's sort of a bit like that preliminary final week in footy. It's the fans' week, isn't it? I mean, we call we sort of call yeah. this the Phoenix Open. It's a bit like the we talk we talk about it. The equal, it's equal of the uh, the ultimate fifth major. We we talk about how uh, uh, the you know sometimes sometimes what is the one outside the majors that is, but the Phoenix Open there seems to have tried to grab that mantle, hasn't it? That's right. Yeah, and, and chatting to the locals here in in Scottsdale, there are people saying things like, "Oh, I remember when it was just a small little tournament where you know it was eight dollars to get in, and now it's 
now it's just completely, uh, you know, gone over the top. There's huge corporate presence here, a lot of fans. Um, yeah, like there's a massive after party on after the tournament tonight with, with, with DJs and bands and everything. Like it's a, you know, the, probably the closest thing I, I could uh, align it to is the Australian Open, which, which, uh, I, I think in Australia we kind of take it for granted that worldwide that's, you know, a, a absolute world class tournament. Um, and yeah, very similar sort of vibe to that. We want to get on to the biggest event in American sport mm. very, very shortly. But I've noticed you've been to you know an AHL ice hockey game. You've um, toured to the Celtics, Boston Celtics head office, and you've been on the tour to the University of Michigan. Tell us about your highlights yes. there. Yeah, so the AHL ice hockey. So for people who may not realise, American Hockey League is basically the feeder competition to the National Hockey League. So I was lucky enough to see a game, San Diego Gulls versus the, the Bakersfield Condors. So they're the two feeder teams. So San Diego feeds into the uh, Anaheim Mighty Ducks and the Bakersfield Condors feed into the Edmonton Oilers. Uh, I'd never been to an ice hockey game. It's probably the only sport in the US I, I, I don't have a lot of background knowledge on, but uh, certainly... Uh, in the flesh, very, very fast-moving. Uh, there was a couple of magnificent punch-ons, which um, <laughs> not that we want to promote any No, we don't advocate that. You know, you, you, you know that uh, you know, obviously that part of the game has gone out of Aussie football a long time ago, but yeah. just to see him absolutely going at it um, is, uh, is a bit of a sight to behold. Um, but, yeah, very, very quick sport and a lot of changes off the bench. You don't quite, quite pick that up on TV, just... They are on for a minute or two at most, and then off. Um, so yeah, that was a, that was a great experience. Uh, I'm lucky enough; a, a very close mate of mine. Um, he spent a year in Australia, uh, but he was a, a Michigan uh, alumni, and, and so spent a couple of days with him in over there, and took me on the the tour of the the town, Ann Arbor. Um, so University of Michigan Wolverines are just a real um, uh, historic uh, college in the U.S. Their, their, their home stadium, the, the big house, seats 116,000 people, which is more than the entire population of the town. <laughs> um, you know, Tom Brady went to went to the University of Michigan. They've got an incredible history. Uh, they're one of the most you know, well-respected and historic college teams. They've been down for you know 20 plus years, and in the last two years, they've really uh, risen uh, from nowhere to to be fighting it out at the business end of the season. Um, you know, surprisingly lost this year in the college yeah. football semifinal. Um, but, uh, yeah, so they've had two years in a row where they've been in the at the semifinal stage but haven't quite got through to the final uh, playoff game. Um, but, yeah, just an amazing, amazing history. Um, you know, even things in, in other sports like athletics, um, Jesse Owens, who went to uh, Ohio State, who were Michigan's big rival, uh, you know, Jesse Owens at at the University of Michigan set three world records in athletics in 45 minutes. Uh, you know, back in the 1930s. So there's there's a great sporting history uh, of, of that school uh, that they're obviously very proud of. So uh, 
uh, yeah, it was a great experience. And talking about sporting experience, you're going to live it at the Super Bowl, Paddy, and Philadelphia, yeah. who we've had that conversation about over the past couple of months, they did get there, and they're going to be going up against Kansas City Chiefs, oh, really? so the Eagles versus the Chiefs, and it's going to feature a couple of Australians led by Aaron Sipos and a couple of others. It's going to be a massive game. Yeah. What are your thoughts generally about the, the Super yeah, Bowl, how cute. it might play out? Yeah, well, it's interesting. Philadelphia, who are my team, um, uh, they sort of were very, very strong early. Were, were the last team to a, a lose a game in the regular season. So they came out of the blocks. And I think in any level of sport, early wins are always key. Uh, and then they had a couple of players get injured. Jalen Hurts, the quarterback, was injured there for a period. Um, but they seem to have got everyone back on the park at the right time of year. Uh, Jordan Malata, who, who's from Sydney, uh, South Sydney Rabbitohs Jr., yeah, absolute monster. Um, you know, in the American terminology, six foot eight and 300, 365 pounds, which is just a monster of a man. And he he's really um, come coming to his own this year. Uh, he's become one of the best offensive tackles in the league. Uh, Aaron Sipos, uh, who, who played at St Kilda in the AFL, had a very good year punting for them. There's been a lot of talk here because Sipos got injured with a couple of games to go in the regular season. But the guy that replaced him, uh, Kern, they're saying didn't really do that well. So they think that Sipos will probably get the nod over him to play in the big game, which is fantastic. Yep. Uh, but, yeah, certainly uh, they'll have their work cut out against uh, Patrick Mahomes. And the Chiefs, uh, you know, Mahomes is, is is an absolute champion. Um, his performance uh, a, a, a few weeks ago in the divisional round game where he injured his ankle, looked like he was gone for all money. Uh, they looked like they were in big strife. And then he came came off the bench on one leg and, and got him over the line, which was um, you know, pretty inspiring sort of stuff. So I think he'll certainly have them playing for him and... and uh, and uh, and chasing the title hard, and then the, and then there's the other piece with uh, the Kelsey brothers, who are both very accomplished players on either side, um, uh, which will be another little story to it as well. So yeah, I think it's a very evenly matched game. Last I checked, the 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 the, the bookie seemed to think it was pretty evenly matched as well. So uh, yeah, hopefully it's a a really good contest and two very very good quarterbacks going at it and and with a lot of uh, good, uh, strong support around them. Well, you're going to have a very good seat in the main stadium, and it's a game between you know, a, a really well-oiled machine team in Philadelphia versus the individual brilliance of uh, Patrick Mahomes. So, I mean, I'm probably leaning more towards uh, the Eagles, uh, and I'm sure you'll be, uh, obviously, you're, you're an Eagles man as well, but uh, yep. it, just the atmosphere will just be electric, and I'm sure it's going to be one experience yep. that you won't forget. Well, I think the Eagles are certainly a team that's had a great Aussie heritage. Obviously, Jordan Malata and Aaron Sippus at the moment, but uh, Aaron Sippus actually took over the punting role from uh, uh, Cameron Johnston, who yeah. was another Aussie Aussie lad um, uh, a few years ago, and then and then prior to that, uh, going back a few years, uh, Severio Rocket was the punter for the Eagles. So, good. Yes. so they've had uh, quite a few Australians that have gone through gone through their system and um, their fans um, I would I would dare say uh, would put the Collingwood fans to shame in terms of their passion 
and their intensity. <laughs> uh, uh, it, 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 it's, uh, it's pretty safe to say that if they win, uh, the city of Philadelphia will be absolutely turned upside down. Well, so, I, I, I think uh, yeah, they, they're, uh, they're they're pretty keen. If they do win, it'll make up for the uh, disappointment um, with the basketball. Ben Simmons playing for Philadelphia there because they weren't happy with him there. No, they were they were very unhappy. <laughs> and when they turn, uh, I can assure you, when they turn, they, they turn. turn. <laughs> they turn exactly, <laughs> mate. There's also there's also an Australian feel in the. Entertainment. There's a lady by the name of Christy Sellers who was on America's Got Talent, I think. She's a mum of, uh, of three or four kids, and she went on America Got Talent. She's actually a, a pole dancing teacher, but she's actually performing on the centre stage for uh, oh, wow. for uh, as part of the halftime entertainment, so and she did really well on America's Got Talent too. So uh, good luck to her I've, as well. I've, I've, I did not know that. I've probably been a bit more focused on Rihanna performing at halftime. Oh come but, on! Uh, that's a nice, <laughs> that's, a nice <laughs> that's a nice thing to know that you'll have a little Aussie uh, bit of flavour there as well. There as well. Yeah, bit yeah, of flavour yeah. there as well. A great segue, yeah, I mean, they, a great segue for you, Paddy. They, they like to have a couple of um, surprise acts as well. So I did note that uh, here at the Phoenix Open, they've got Snoop Dogg performing at a couple of the after parties. So I wouldn't rule out Snoop Dogg popping in uh, at the Super Bowl as well. So uh, <laughs> you never know, mate. Thank you very, very much for Thanks, uh, for joining us here on Vision Australia Radio. We'll get you back on air when you get back into Australia to give us a bit of a summary of the uh, of the uh, of the game. And um, good luck with everything. And hope your Philadelphias get up. Absolutely. Thank you, guys. Really appreciate it. Good on your spider. No worries, Paddy. We'll, uh, we we'll talk soon. We will. And thank you for your support of uh, Vision Australia Radio. We know with your role with uh, St Kevin's uh, old boys in the VAFA, it's uh, much all you appreciate. Absolutely. Well, you're our uh, sort of close neighbours there, and we, uh, we we love the work that you guys do, and um, yeah, enjoy, and, and uh, we'll catch up soon. Thanks, great. mate. Great Cheers. Have a great Paddy Thanks, Mount guys. from St. Kevin's Bye. doing a great job in the US. Thanks for listening to this Vision Australia radio podcast. Don't forget to subscribe on your preferred podcast platform. Visit varadio.org for more. Vision Australia Radio. Blindness. Low vision. Opportunity.